Hello everyone, this is Clange, aka Ange, and Claude. You're such a cock. So we've come to you a little bit later this this week because we've been away for the weekend in the glorious city of Dublin, which we really enjoyed. Were you just about to say something? I just said it was later because we've been really tired. Yeah, we have been quite tired. We did walk rather a lot round Dublin and it has knackered us out because we're not... sitting on our asses really, aren't we? Oh, kind of, yeah. Coughing. Yeah, we're used to eating and and stuff, so like normal people do. Yeah. Claude. So yeah, we've come to you a bit later this week just to sort of have a bit of a chat about Dublin, tell you some of the fascinating things that we did there. Obviously, yeah. Um, I actually really enjoyed Dublin. I think as as a city, I think the people are amazing. It was a lot bigger than a. I don't know what I thought. I don't know what I expected because we originally went to see um, Supergrass. Supergrass. Live on Friday night at the Olympia Theatre. Yep. Yeah. So that was kind of the initial reason to go fly to Dublin. over there. And... and we've never been to Dublin, so we needed to go, really. Mm. And I've always wanted to go to Dublin, which was great. And we went with a rather famous airline, and what were our expectations and their expectations? and <laughs> Yeah, being shooed away by the air stewardess and yeah. um, getting a lovely non-smile when you yeah. said thank you and you know basically told to sit down and be quiet there's nothing like a bit it's... of good customer service is there yeah it's beautiful but no, um, God, it was it, it was a nice journey during i mean i think because last weekend we were in portsmouth we had storm sierra didn't we or whatever it was what was it called uh, storm cara was yeah, it something like that, that. Yeah, we went there and it was, we had the storm. Dennis. No, we had yeah, we had the storm in Portsmouth, but I think Portsmouth down the south coast it was not it was as bad right, as it was it? in our yeah, it was resident right. residency in Nottingham, is it was it? No. So we kind of avoided the worst of it and then this last weekend in Dublin we managed to get the flight over there before it proper kicked off. And looking at all the news and things, it was far worse in England. Than it was in Dublin, so we've kind of missed... Avoided it all. ...quite a few of the the worst parts of the storms. And, I mean, we came back to being on Amber Alert for flooding of our house, didn't we? It was so... in Wales. But didn't I sleep, wasn't it, at night, we had the really bad... Yeah, and you just laid there snoring all oh, night. No, yeah, I must have been dead to the world. It, it was, was literally battering. the Airbnb we were staying in, the door was rattling so loud. I thought somebody was kicking it at one point. And the rain was coming down, you could really, really hear it. And I thought it was actually dripping in the room that we were in. And um, Claude just laid there, taking up all the bed as normal, snoring her tits off as normal, with her elbow in the back of my head as normal. And because <laughs> that's the way Claude's well, Claude work rolls, really. I'm quite happily, Ange, having old people's separate beds. I've told you this before. And when we're in Ibiza last year, I loved having a separate bed. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Just so I got some room. Well, you can always have the sofa, darling. There's always that option. <gasps> it's not very comfortable, though. That's your fault. You um, chose it as well. Uh, I think you're the one that's put loads of shit under the cushions. Mm. Anyway, moving on. Um, so, oh, yeah, so... Was well anyway? It was a well anyway, Claude, because you were talking shit. 
so we were in we were in Dublin and we went to see the grass uh, um, Supergrass gig, which was a really good gig. They always put on a good show. And then our friend had to go and stalk Gaz the next at day. Tower Records. So we went into the pub. We <laughs> went to the pub, and just as we got in the pub, it poured I thought, I was, like, it down with rain. The bar and thinking, there's a lady with a mop. One of the members of staff were mopping, thinking, what's she mopping up? Continuously, and then I realised that there was water coming through the ceiling. So, uh, yeah, and, and then every, everyone came in from outside, it was pissing it down. And so I was like, cool. We and met some lovely ladies from Scotland, didn't we? on a cheap flight from Scotland, and we had a little a day. chat to them. That was fun. And Ange bought me this, what was that whiskey, that really rare... It was a really rare whiskey from Aberystwyth or something, that they no longer make. I can so. understand why, because it was like napalm. It got you pissed though, did it? I got tipsy. I don't. I want to say I was pissed. Pissed. I got a bit. <laughs> I'd say a bit you warm were warm inside. I'd say you were pissed. Um, um, but yeah, Claude had several whiskies, and I had a couple of pints. And then um, after the lovely Scottish ladies, these these two Welsh girls sat down. One of them was from Essex, but now lives in Wales, and. Um, yeah, proceeded to ask us some... The obligatory question, ready for it? Guess what the obligatory question is? Are you two lesbians? Well, because I always go around when everyone, I meet anybody and I ask them what their sexuality is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they were nice girls, they yeah, were young. They were nice. I think they kind of didn't want to seem like they were being derogatory, but... It kind of, it's like, come on, we didn't yeah. ask you if you were straight. We don't define ourselves you know, just as lesbians. We it's, are who we, we are. are. We're just us. And yeah. Does it matter Ooh, what we're doing Rambo's bed? tapping on the door. Oh, let me go and get Ram- let Rambo in. Yeah. So, so yeah, so that's what, that's what that ended that on. And then Claude, well, I wanted to go to this pizza place that we walked past that looked really amazing. And Claude was like, well, I don't, I'm not sure about that. Let's go to this Mongolian place. And I was like, I don't really fancy Mongolian because I've been drinking. I don't really want anything too spicy. And anyway, after about half an hour of debating where we were going, Claude got our own way as per normal and we ended up going to the Mongolian place. And I then proceeded to eat because it was all you could eat. I had three sort of half bowls of different different sauces and stuff and it was lovely, it was nice. Um, but it set my stomach off like I thought it probably would have done. For a day, yeah. Um, when I first got into the bathroom, um, the Airbnb where we were staying, there was this little doggy, and with the first, before you go for a poo, you sometimes have a little bit of a fart, and I sat on the toilet and had this longest, loudest fart that would reverberated around the toilet bowl. And it set the dogs off outside, <laughs> which was quite funny. Um, I we had to be there, but it was really funny. <laughs> and then for about a day, I just couldn't really eat much because it was just coming straight back out again. Yeah. Which is lovely to talk about on a podcast, well, obviously. shared it. I didn't, you didn't but, have to share that. You decided Well, you've to. got it on the bloody list. Well, I just wrote a list of, in case we went silent of little things that we could talk about. When do we ever go silent? Um, went to the Guinness store house, didn't we? Well, and anyway, <laughs> I don't. My, I don't like Guinness, but I'm not the, a massive in the fan. tradition of it. We went to it and we spent was it five five hours, hours in the Guinness storehouse. About, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I didn't think I would, but 
it it was quite cool. And I mean, once the Guinness does taste different there, and I think it's because of the temperature. I don't think we we use the temperature right You're in only England. Saying that because he told you that. No, because in England it does come cold. It's just not as cold mm. as it was there. We had to pull a pint as well. Yeah. And I've never pulled a pint before because it's not been my chosen career to work in bars or pubs. And it was quite nerve-wracking. We've seen it all on video. Um, and she kept mucking about with the tap, which and, made it quite gassy. And then we sat there and I was like, because I always do video blogs of our little adventures, and I was like, oh, I want you know, film with te- drinking a pint because it'll be the first and last time you ever see me drink. Oh, all the cats are here. Drink a pint. All oh, the cats are here. Drink a pint of Guinness. And um, I decided then, as I was sipping it, to, to breathe in the froth. And choked to death on cam. That's well. On clearly, video. she didn't choke to death. This is Claude yeah. overreacting like she normally does with her dramatics um, and her drama queen yeah, but style. You know, when you breathe it in and you think I'm going to try and not cough, and it just nearly makes you piss your pants. Um, but yeah, that was um, and I drank the whole pint and I quite enjoyed it in a way, but I wouldn't really go to a pub and go, oh, I can have a pint of Guinness, please, really. But yeah, that was really good fun. I enjoyed it. We had that, was it that Guinness stew and that Guinness bread oh, in the canteen upstairs? Beef and Guinness stew about, with Guinness bread. It was amazing. Floor, more than five floors or something? It was five floors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's a lot to do. I, you know, it's well worth the money, I think. And you get a certificate that you poured a pint, and I didn't want one because if you ever, ever see photos of our house, our house is tiny and it's also full of shit. Well, it's not shit. We're just accumulating Orders. for our bigger house, aren't we, yeah. baby? Um, you know, so there is no the room to put anything else on the walls, basically. Um, and and that's because the walls are covered with Claude's artwork. Yeah. She's not telling you that. Um, and the bloke, lovely, lovely little man, he, I said, I don't want my certificate because I live with Ange and she's got one. And the look he gave me, I felt bullied into actually having this certificate printed off, which... Then the printer won't work, and I was like, well, that's called Law of Attraction Karma, mate. I don't want it. But eventually I got my certificate, didn't I? I got called back. Yeah, yeah. He did look a bit like a leprechaun. Yeah. I wouldn't have argued with it. And, yeah, I went to that leprechaun museum. Oh, that we? was so much fun. Proper tourists. If you ever go to Dublin, you've got to go to the leprechaun museum. Yeah. I really enjoyed the tour, the tour guide there. She had some really, really good stories, and she just kind of sucked you into her world didn't she yeah, when she was telling was the stories blog? I've got to a photo and then she blog. has got her own blog she's got a podcast on spotify uh, national leprechaun museum podcast at the day and then she had her own as well uh, didn't she what was her own down. one karen talking i'll look for yeah so this leprechaun museum it was it was really good to go in there and and oh, hear stories about the fae and the leprechauns. It and was sounds like sounds with the shadows. Emily Collins. So do check her out because she's a very good. She's a very good storyteller. Yeah, and when kids aren't present, she goes quite bit, dark, bit dark, bit werewolfy, which is great. Yeah, which is great. And it was, it was some really good stories. You can, can see she's really, really researched the stories that she was telling, and she knows what she's talking about. Which was great, and it was really good to hear. I really enjoyed the yeah. Leprechaun Museum. Yeah, lovely, lovely in there. and um, Yeah, and they've tried their best to get as much good stuff in there as possible, haven't yeah, they? And go really... And, and little adventures you walk around. And, you know, the facts behind the leprechauns, basically. Yeah, which and, is quite good. and we also went to... And then they told us about St Michan's Church. 
Um, mm. I managed to go to see that on Monday. All they told us was there were catacombs down below that you could go and visit. And, and, and we didn't realise there were actual mummies there. I didn't. Oh, All yeah. I knew there was, oh, there, there was catacombs. Sure that. So maybe she did, I wasn't listening, maybe. Uh, and I thought, right, that's a good excuse. So we had a trotsy down there. Um, and I thought it was about seven euros. It was seven euros, price, yeah, it was pretty good. You went into two different catacombs there. Yeah, and it's, if you're tall, it's a bit of a struggle yeah. fitting down the little gap. Yeah. Um, initially, but yeah, it's quite... No, I wouldn't say it was... I, didn't, I wouldn't have sat there in the dark, but no. it's a bit... Bit. It's it's interesting to see because you you fully see the bodies where they've decomposed and been and mummified bones. and yeah and you see the, the bones and fingernails are so preserved and teeth, and teeth are still there yeah fingernails and teeth are still there and stuff and but it's a still dry condition isn't it yeah it's and they're still they're still one of the one of the catacombs that are still being used by the families there mm. so they can't they're not allowed to put lights on in the ones that are still being used. But the ones that are dead, excuse the pun, um, <laughs> they're allowed to put lights on so you can actually sort of photograph and stuff in those ones. Yeah, we made a little video. Yeah, and it's on Adventures Whether with Flange, isn't it? it's perceived as quite disrespectful to the dead, I don't know. Um, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. They're not bothered. I know they're not bothered, yeah. They uh, just see that as their physical being now, don't they? Yeah. It's not like the soul's there anymore. No, I mean, then you know the the big question is if you're dead, would you really want to hang around your grave? I wouldn't. Incredibly boring in Not graveyards. Really. As a child, I'd be shit scared of graveyards, but as an adult, I know what I know now. Mm. No, there's no spirits really hanging about graveyards. No, unless they're with somebody that's there visiting their grave. That's really the only time they tend to be there. Yeah. Act, you know, active areas, hospitals, cinemas. Yeah. People where there's lots of people, football grounds. Yeah, find lots of ghosties. That sort of thing. I remember we won that um, hotel in Nottingham a night, didn't we? We won a night in Nottingham and it was on... What's the day? Remembrance Sunday. Oh, that was interesting. And we went into the square, Nottingham uh, Square. square. Uh, and, and just kind of stood there to respect the silence of the dead. And it was the most one of the most emotional, you know, feelings of all that. And you could see some of the dead soldiers, mm. couldn't you? And it was it was really emotional them. because there was there was people's sort of relatives of people that had died, and you could see, you know, they had some of them had badges on with people's faces, and and when when you see spirits and you see the spirits standing standing next to their relatives. It, it it's quite it's very emotional and it's very it, it's a bit harsh to be honest. For those of you who don't know, Ange is a tarot reader. Tarot reader, and you don't like to class yourself as psychic, but you see dead no, people. Medium, I don't like medium. to class myself as a medium okay. because I think there's there's people out there that use the word medium too loosely, and a true medium can pull spirits through. And they can pull particular people through, and they they can actually connect up to people that don't spirits that don't really want to come through, 
and and I don't like to do that. I could probably do it if I wanted to, but I don't like to do that because if a spirit doesn't want to come through, they're not coming through for a reason. There's no point in me pulling a spirit through at that point. If a spirit wants to come through, they're going to come through, regardless of whether you want them to or not. It's like you invite people to the party, but not everyone comes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, there, there's there's another blog that you'll find um, called Angela's Insights, which you talk a lot more about spirituality and, and that, sort, that side of everything. And looking after yourself and creating a life that you deserve and want, rather than a life of miserable being stuck in a rut basically yeah because i mean the more we kind of um i don't know i'll go on this adventure i mean our house it's like you know ghostbusters normality all, all this stuff it's just normal everyday stuff to us even though mm. they get kind of asked do not invade our privacy because it's our time and it's our space even though they might pop in and out with just clients and um, there's rules there's rules on yeah. them and they know what they can do and what they can't do and Claude's, that's the way Claude's trying to tell you yeah I don't want to like one of them watching me while I'm having a shit to put it that way <laughs> <laughs> the cat's doing enough for that I don't think the spirits want to watch you while you're no. having a shit Claude nobody else no. does no. Jesus <laughs> I know there's fetishes out there but I think even that would scare most of them God. We don't shut doors in this People house. People with fetishes, they'd get scared of you having a shit. We don't shut doors in this house because the cats rip up the carpet. <laughs> there is no door shutting unless we have guests. And it's awful when, when Claude's got the fan going and she's decided to go for a shit. Oh. It's not nice, it's not pretty. Anyway, moving swiftly on from that conversation, Claude, why does it always go back to poo with you? Because that's what I love talking about. It's my favourite subject. I know. Um... Claude gets panicky if we get less than 15 bog rolls. We're down to about... Nine. No, we're not. I counted them this morning. Did you? There's nine of them, Claude. Oh, we need to go and get another multi-pack soon. You can't <laughs> see the sheer panic in Claude's face right now. <laughs> I'm sure there are more people out there at panic if they don't have enough toilet roll. Yeah, but that's not not having enough. That's having plenty. If we got flooded... And we got stranded. We need to. There's going to be no roll. bloody toilet roll anyway. I always have to think about Armageddon if it happens. We've got to make sure we've got enough bog roll. Is mm. that the first thing you're going to think about if Cat Armageddon food, happens? Bog roll beans. Oh, I brought some more beans the other day. Did you? Yeah, they're in the boot of the car. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for that. Our second storage unit. Domestic um. <laughs> uh, information for everyone. <laughs> Just <laughs> thought you'd like to join in on that. And anyway, back to Dublin, oh, as we were saying. If you can only see little tipsy tops, here she, she just jumped on. Yeah, we do have free cats, by the way. Claude's not talking about random people that are jumping on her. Yeah. Tipsy's our black and white cat. We've got Rambo, who's our silvery grey cat. And Patty Pops, who is our naughty tortie. But is she not classed as eats something dogs. else? Sort of a, that other thing where they're not a tor- naughty well, tortie. she's a tortoise shell. What's it called? Begin to see. Aye. I don't know what you're talking about. There's another coloured cat that the cold saw, and it's... I don't know. But, yeah, we've just started an Instagram watch documentary about cat Instagrams. Yeah, and we've decided to put put our cats onto Instagram. Um, to our, what's it called? Clunge's Clunge's cats. Cats. Clunge Cats. Clunge Cats. Clunge Cats. Well, it's... It, because we want, we've got... There's a local 
because um, all our cats are like Tipsy's adopted from a work colleague, and Rambo and Patty are rescued. They were rescue yeah. cats, strays. Yeah. Who's come to live with us, and they're our little babies. So we thought, because we like, love animals, love doggies, and love everything, and I think, you know, to highlight and help fundraise things, you know, that's the future, isn't it? Is you're going to do some fundraising for, there's like locally the Grace's Cat Rescue that we're going to do some stuff for, and various cat charities and dog things that we're going to get involved yeah. in. Cause I, can't I mean, want, as part yeah. of my, as part of my, my businesses whenever we can donate stuff out or or money or time usually a lot of time i i would probably i'd say i do a good six to seven charity events Mm. a year where i don't charge a penny and all the money that i do get get paid for get paid into when i'm reading cards um you know people have paid me for tarot readings that money that money goes back that money goes back to the charity i won't take a penny from those sort of events um i am a bit picky about which events i do but the ones i believe in and the ones the the smaller events the smaller charities i will always donate back i will always make sure there's something going back into the pot um rather than charging them to be there you know or paying some people pay their 10 pound stall fee and then they take the rest of the money for me yeah. I just say whatever I earn, I'll put back into the pot and just give me a table for free. So I get I get incredibly upset with any cruelty to animals, and um, I can't bear it. And remember when we first met? What was that for? One of the first. Oh films my that... God! I am legend. Oh my God! Claude said to me one night, "Let's put a film on." And it was when we used to go and buy DVDs. Flat, wasn't it? We used to go and buy three pound, four pound DVDs from Asda quite before a bit. Before streaming was invented. Before, yeah, before streaming really. When it came you into, know, it was love. It was film, when wasn't it? when love, you used to. Film yeah, out. love film when you used to have to put your list up and then they sent you random DVDs. And anyway, we, we were members of that, but we didn't have a DVD, so we went and got one at Asda and paid £3 for I Am Legends because Claude said, oh, this is a really good film, I'd really want you to see this. So I've not th- watched it, I just heard it was really good. So we started watching it and we was watching it and watching it and watching it and then there's the bit with the dog where he has to... I don't really want to say it because it might set Claude off again. No, right. Is it going to set you off by no, just saying the it? Dog's, um, Why is your eyes welling up already? They're not welling up. Yeah, they are. Well, see how she remembers the dog's name as well. And are you all right? Just carry, just off and carry on. Um, the bit where where he has to um, spoiler alert for anybody that's not seen this, maybe block your ears for two seconds. Where where he has to kill the dog because he's changed. That just did and me. you can hear it in Claude's but voice now that she's started well, well enough. And it really, really upset me. Mm. I can't stand it when animals die. And and, and films is, is is bad as well. But this was literally about a month after me and Claude got together. And, and I'd never what really ensued... in front of it. Bar my parents, and, you know, when you have those circumstances of Mardi Child, I hate crying in front of people because it exposes your soul. And I'd never cried really in front of anybody, like non-family. And literally, what ensued after that scene was about three hours of pure blubbering 
and crying and (laughs) and I can't talk when I cry so I was trying to explain yeah and she didn't need to explain but it got to after about 20 minutes and I was like it's a film and it's not really happened and then it got to an hour and I was like oh for god's sake will you just pack it in now this is getting ridiculous and and yeah I think I got quite annoyed after about two hours of it um, yeah. and I just kind of rolled over and went to sleep and, and left and it to it at anything, that point. If there's anything, I think when we, when we watched The Walking Dead and uh, Rick Grimes' wife, Laurie, oh, and yeah. she suddenly got diet basically. No, she gave, no, you had to cut the baby out of her. Yeah, because she was infected and she was churn, turning. No, she wasn't turning. Was she not? No, she couldn't give birth, so he had a car- coral. All right, all right. I right. was doing emergency cesarean and... But he had to shoot her in the head because she was going to turn. Oh, well, yeah, she was going to die because he'd cut her wide open. Oh. So we were, we were watching that on um, a Saturday morning, weren't we? Lovely Saturday morning, because it used to be on... Was it, was it, on, it used to be on a Friday yeah, night? Yeah, whatever, Claude, it doesn't matter. And it ruined us. So we were supposed to sat there crying our eyes off. Yeah, that was off, sad. We? we were like, that was sad. why? Why? That was sad. That was sad. But, you know, me and Claude's kind of... What was that penguin? We softened up with each other. penguin one lump incident. Was it a penguin? Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, Claude rehearsed one night with one of her old bandmates. And and very ex-bandmate. And that's another story entirely. I'm not talking about that anyway. No, there's no point. There's a blog about that. Yeah. But um, Claude had this rehearsal with this this ex-bandmate and... She was in a really happy place, a really happy mood. You know, she'd just done all music all night. She was quite pissed. She had drunk a whole bottle of Jack Daniels or something ridiculous and then went on to Pims and all sorts of stuff. Mixed stuff that we found out. Yeah, I used to have to hide alcohol away because when those two got together, everything got drunk in the house and I never got anything. What's your favourite brandy? And some wine. And I still found it and snuck it upstairs. Yeah, she did. Cheeky bitch. I never got around to drinking any of that. That's because I drank it for you. That was my birthday present. Oh, I'll get you another one. Um, anyway, going back to the story, Claude, that you keep going off on. Um, so I I used to have to take this ex-bandmate home all the time and drop them off and with no thanks, may I add. And... Um, so I took him home and and then um, came back and Claude was sitting in the front room in absolute tears. And I was like, what's happened in the last 20 minutes since I left from you being happy and a little bit tipsy to crying your eyes out? And then I looked at the TV and she was watching a Penguin documentary. And I was like, oh, my God, I've told you you're not, you're not allowed to watch animal documentaries or super vet. Oh, super vet gets us every time. Luckily that penguin survived, didn't it? Yeah, the penguin survived, but it didn't stop Claude from crying for a further hour about it. And then, then we, we journeyed into super vet, which we will never watch no, again. It's too sad. It just he, he does. He does. Like he saved that dog. Yeah, and then at the end. It came well, up like, with. It came up, oh, by the way, the dog died. It lasted for another year. It was like. Well, it I didn't off. need to know that. Just let the dog live, live on. Yeah, but um, it's just it's just terrible. You know, I think he does some amazing work yeah. with some animals. High five, super. Bad. You know, but but yeah, we're not allowed to watch it. No, we won't. Watch I won't it. let Claude watch it. 
when it when the That's survive yeah when the survive when the happy animals need to That's survive. Why I like watching is it the dodo i don't really follow many people on social media because they're all a lot of them are very depressing and very me 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 and i follow a lot of animal things mm. and i like the dodo because it's nice happy stories where animals yeah. get saved and it in the shit world that we live in it makes me feel a little bit better we've got patty in no tipsy's on you Look at her, she's Take a photo. Um, but yeah, Claude follows the dodo because there's lots of fun animal I mean, It's nice, just pictures. nice rescues when they actually have a good ending. Tipsy. Claude's just taking a photo of the cats. On your fanny. By the way, she's she's literally laying across my fanny because do, that's look. what she does. Look at her, little cat pose. Yeah, um, so... I yeah. dribbled. <laughs> Looks like she's dribbled on my leg. Um. Anyway, people, <laughs> we're gonna. Is there anything else we want to talk? No, no, not, not really. really I think we're gonna leave you there. Um, and I'm gonna end as I started, saying that Dublin's an amazing city. For a capital city, it's one really, of the best ones I've ever been to. Considering how there can be quite a lot of rude people that we encounter and have encountered. I'm not saying the, the demographics of it are where we live, but maybe we just attract Dublin. Flats. Dublin, really nice there. Yeah, the people were so nice and so friendly, and so happy to help. And you know, if you ask them for directions, they were really happy to give you directions. And one of the nicest things I've seen, and I'm going to end on this, was um, when we got on the tram. We were standing up and then a couple of older people got on the tram because there was no seats. And this this young lad, he must have only been about 14, 15, stood up and gave them his seat. And we very, very rarely see that in this day and age when, when youngsters stand up to offer seats out. Yeah. And, and it was so refreshing to see that happen. And he wasn't the only one. Somebody else stood up as well to offer but their then seat. That, that old man offered us a seat, and then, and then the old man saw that Claude was struggling a little bit with her legs. I've got some And he, he went to stand up to offer Claude a seat. And I just thought, do you know what, Dublin? You're outshining yourself in politeness and respect for your own human beings here. And I couldn't fault their attitude at all. Mm. I think they were amazing. Yeah, warm-hearted, lovely. Very warm-hearted, very lovely. And normally I get like very agro- kind. I get agoraphobic in lots of crowded places, and but I didn't. I felt all felt right. comfortable I felt there, comfortable didn't it? Comfortable there, which was nice because here I don't feel comfortable. Yeah. I don't like it. And I mean, sometimes I'm scared of walking around the city centre of Nottingham. I don't like doing it anymore. But in Dublin, I would have happily have walked around that city centre. Yeah. I did hashtag time to move the other day because yeah. currently Nottingham is at, apart from some areas flooding, which it, we've got, is it Clifton Bridge? Yeah. They've shut the bridge down and, and you get one accident in Nottingham and the whole... Stand still this, for three hours. Stand still and it fucks me off so badly that... And know, there was me trying to end on a really positive note then, Claude, <laughs> and you bring it back to being fucked off. About We need to get out and move. We do. Our plans are ultimately to move to Somerset, buy a bit of land, set up a retreat and start helping people. Even though the powers that be have done a bit of Lincolnshire, haven't they? They have done a a little bit of Lincolnshire vibe there, but 
But Somerset would be our spiritual home, I think. And well, I, was, I was having a bit of a chat with the dowsing rods last night when you were out doing your full moon ceremony and having a little chit-chat about music and things. And they were actually clapping, like that, clapping. Nice. About the retreat. Good. Yeah. Good. Said four years. Good. Good. That's what they said with me. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um. So, yeah, Somerset's our spiritual home and we want to get a bit of land and we want to set up log cabins yeah. and hobbit houses and have an underground greenhouse where I can grow some... You want a cheese cave some good with, trees. without a smurf in it, though. Yeah, I don't want that fucking blue smurf. Um, that's another story entirely, that bloody blue smoke stealing all my cheese. Ginny the lactating goat. Me and Claude, <laughs> when we couldn't sleep, we used to tell each other stories late at night. But we'll save that for the next podcast and we'll include those stories in the next podcast for you. They're very interesting. But um, but yeah, Somerset is the place to Wherever be for we us. Travel, and we do quite a bit of travelling around the country because any excuse to go on a road trip. Oh, yeah. Somerset, out of all the places... I'm not saying we're not like jet-setters. You need money for that and we, you know, aren't rich. But not as if you need to be rich to have a good time. But wherever we go travelling, Somerset always draws us back with, like, the vibes. It's not just Glastonbury, you know, we didn't really enjoy our, our last Glastonbury trip, didn't we? Yeah, that um, was fun. But Somerset's always yeah. been the place, hasn't it, for I think us? it's because we, even though we do live by a country park... And a river and lakes, and we're really lucky that it's literally across the road from us. And we also live by a main road on the other side, so and I have to travel through the city every day. Um, once again, bit... Claude going quite negative. No, I'm not. I'm just saying it. We love the countryside, <laughs> don't we? And it's we do the love freedom the freedom of it. And even it emphasised as well this city break. It was great to go around a big city, but we're craving for some green countryside. In the yeah. Anyway, I'm going to shut up now. Bye. Yeah. The end. Well, thanks, Claude. The end. Bye. The end.